0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to the Five Star Zone. Instant reaction. Michigan State loses their first game to Purdue 40-29 to and... I think any Spartan fan who's been watching Michigan State all season kind of knew that this was this was inevitable. You the Bimba don't break defense. Well, the levees broke. The dam, it's flooded. That secondary got torched. Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't uh Tom Brady out there. That that wasn't uh Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Was Aiden O'Connell and yeah, he over 500 yards of offense. That in and of itself is something that'll give you nightmares if you're a Michigan State fan of knowing what Aiden O'Connell did 536 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, completed 40 out of 54 passes. He only had 14 incomplete passes. He controlled the entire game, the tempo of the game. Third down, Michigan State couldn't get off the field. You name it. I mean, basically, they didn't have to run the ball because Michigan State, you know, couldn't stop the pass. And, you know, kudos to Jeff Brom. Jeff Brom did something that most coaches won't do. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the fact that Michigan State couldn't stop the pass, he just kept passing Purdue had a total of 58 total rushing yards, 536 passing yards. They torched the Michigan Day secondary. And just over and over again, State couldn't get off the field. And just when you thought they would get off the field, they they didn't. I mean, there were so many mental mistakes. Now, the problem with this loss, this was a program-type loss. This was... When there's a stereotype about your team and your program and you live up to that stereotype, you're not helping yourself. And the stereotype is, well, Michigan State can't win the big games after they beat Michigan, which in theory is not true. Mark D'Antonio dispelled that rumor. Mark D'Antonio went out and in the games after Michigan victories, it was money in the bank. Michigan State would win those games, but truth be told, Mel Tucker's not living up to that right now. He's 0-2. He's beaten Michigan twice, and he's lost the very next game. Last year, they got blew out by Indiana. This year, they lost a game where, I mean, if you're a Spartan fan, you thought maybe they were going to come back, especially when Snow gets the fumble. It looks as if it's tied up 21-21. And and after that, Michigan State could not, they couldn't make the big-time play. Now, in all fairness, uh, I think we all knew that Jalen Naylor wasn't going to be playing because of those fingers, but no one knew that Horst wasn't going to be playing left tackle. And I think the world was shocked when uh, Coglin doesn't come in to kick the, the uh, field goal, and they bring in the freshman field goal kicker. Missing a lot of pieces. We later find out that the secondary's banged up. Hey, Jeff Brompt, he, that, props to Purdue for calling a great offensive game. MSU, couldn't get off, couldn't get the ball back. And when they did, they were out of sync. I mean, Kenneth Walker went out there and he tried. He did his thing, but even he fumbled on the very uh, first possession. Looked like it could have been uh, overturned, but they, they weren't getting that call. So you got to play on this early in the game. I mean, when you look at it, Michigan State's going to be sick when they look at the film and see all the missed tackles. The first touchdown should have been a sack. You had two guys there. It, it there was so many busted plays. I mean, the one touchdown where they caught Brantley just kind of flat footed. The receiver goes by, catches the fade route. So many different things hurt this team. Um, you had the offsides or, or the legal. Uh, uh, yeah, the, I think it was offsides or legal formation or something. Uh, when the guy thirty was moving on the punt. Michigan State kicks the ball and it lands on the three. Purdue would have had to go 97 yards. Instead, you do it over and they return it back on a short kick and Purdue gets it at the 50. That's a, you know, you're looking at a 47-yard difference. And, yeah, they scored on that play. MSU... Didn't get the breaks. Uh, Unfortunately, they didn't review the call where it was Reed, and and I forgot the corner that was covering him, and it was a tie. And the tie goes to whoever caught the ball. The DB snatches it out of Reed's hand after he rolls over, but the referees never reviewed it. It would have been a first down. That could have been the the, the difference maker. But Michigan State, just the defense. We we all saw it coming, I think, if we want to be honest with ourselves, and it happened. Now, here's what has to happen. As I stated before, you lived up to a stereotype all week long. People told you that you couldn't handle it, that the the moment was going to be too big for you and and Michigan State was going to choke. They lost the game to unranked Purdue. They were ranked third in the nation. Walker's getting all this Heisman talk. I don't think Walker hurt his chances because looking at it, he finished with 146 yards and a touchdown average uh, 6.3 yards per carry but Mel Tucker took a big hit because this kind of comes on him. When you get the mental mistakes, when you get two personal foul back to back that, that, that aided and produced scoring yet again, this was all self-inflicted. Can it be corrected? Yes. Can you fix that secondary? Probably not this year, folks. Um, this is one of those humbling moments when you realize that this team is in year two of a reconstruction and, yeah, some of the victories may have been smoking and mirrors and they got it and we all felt good about it if you're an MSU fan. But yeah, this it, there's a reason why Tucker is heavily recruiting corners and safeties and linebackers and D-linemen because I don't think that this defense is going to be the same people out there next year. You got to upgrade that thing the way that you did with the running back position. And, and it can happen overnight. And by overnight, I mean in a year. Case in point, MSU didn't have one rushing touchdown last year. Walker, by himself, has 16 in nine games. Things can get fixed fast, especially with the transfer portal, especially with guys he has coming in. But right now, this defense, you better buckle up. Now, if you're Mel Tucker, here's how you can salvage yourself. You, gotta, you need to go 2-1 and one to finish out this season. You need to go 2-1. and one. You got Maryland. You got Ohio State. And you got Penn State. Unfortunately, you're about to play the top three passers in the Big Ten in uh, Tungvaloa, in, in, in the Ohio State quarterback, and in, in Sean Clifford. It's going to be difficult. You made Aiden O'Connell look like he was a Hall of Fame quarterback, like, like he was Patrick Mahomes. You saw what Kay McNamara did. He had a career day. I think the blueprint is out. Screw it. Don't try to run the ball. Just sit back there, throw it 55 to 60 times, and you can beat Michigan State. It's going to be a long three weeks for the Spartans. And, yeah, for Mel Tucker, if you want to salvage this season, then, yeah, things change. They they were 8-0, and then when they hit 8-0, and they're number three in in the country, things change. Expectations change. And now when you look at this, you know, they always say, hey, you know, I talked to some people after. It was like, you know, all their goals are in front of them. I always thought that was loser talk, to be honest with you. Because now you your goals are only in front of you when you don't need help from anybody else. They're going to need help from different people. If you're at Michigan State now, your goal, try to secure a New Year's Six bowl game. Whether it's the Rose Bowl, whether it's the Fiesta Bowl, you want a you New Year's Six game. And in order to get a New Year's Six game, going to have to go at least 2-1, and and that loss can't be Maryland. I mean, you got Ohio State. You wanted to win that game against Ohio State. You now need to win that game against Ohio State to get the credibility back. Now, the Buckeyes, hey, they're not infallible, but they do something well. They pass the ball. The, the, The corners on MSU could be a long day. As I said, you got the top three quarterbacks in the Big Ten coming up. You better hope that you get some weather to help you out, some bad conditions so that you just can't chuck the ball around. Run defense, good. And you got to hope that you get the people back that are injured. And, you know, Tucker just said, hey, they'll be back when they're back. But for Michigan State, hey, it was a nice ride. They're now 8-1. and one, And as Tucker would say, you got to keep chopping. You're on to Maryland. Uh, and, <laughs> That has now become a must-win game, a bounce-back game. You're probably will fall. I don't know. Because you lost to an unranked team, I wouldn't be shocked if on Tuesday, when the new rankings come out, you're sitting at either 10 or 11. But you're going to fall. You're going to fall far. You still got an opportunity to come back. But, man, this was a game you needed. And, unfortunately, you let it go, and you proved a lot of people right. So, I'll be back later on in the week on Wednesday. We'll break this thing further down with Evan, and we'll also talk about the upcoming game with Maryland. Until then, keep subscribing to the Five Star Zone. And, uh, hey, Michigan State fans, we're on to Maryland.